Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited to have you here. We hope you're having an awesome week. And regardless of when you're listening to this, we hope it adds value to your journey. And if it does add value, it would mean the world to us if you would share with a friend or if you use Apple to rate and review our show. It makes a big difference. I sometimes get the following question. Travis, why do you care so much about money? And the truth is, I don't. Now, that may sound a bit ironic considering I talk about money every day, but I really don't care about money. In fact, I find it somewhat boring. And people think I'm joking when I say this, but then I work with them in some capacity, whether it's coaching or they just become friends of mine and we, we get to talking about these things. And then at some point, almost without fail, people will say, and they'll have this realization, they'll say, Travis, it's true, isn't it? You really don't care about money. I don't. I don't care about money. And I do talk about it often, like every single day, but I don't care about money because it's never really about money. Money is never about money. It's always about something bigger. And so I don't believe money is important, but I believe handling it well is. So I don't think money is the most important thing in the world, but I do think it's important that we learn how to handle it in a good way. So why don't I care about money? There's a few reasons. Um, first one, we actually did a whole episode about it, the behavioral science of happiness. And they have proven over and over and over again that money makes us really happy up until our needs are met, and then it doesn't make us happy anymore. More money won't make us happier. And if that's true, why should I care? Why should I care so much about money and stuff and hoarding and wealth if it's not going to make us happier anyway? So I don't. I've chosen not to. Now, of course, I want my family's needs met. I want to be able to pay our bills, keep a roof over our head, food in our mouths, keep us warm in the, in the winter, cool in the summer. I want these things, but beyond that, I don't care. Second thing, as a Christian, I don't believe that this is my money to begin with. I don't believe this is my money. I believe this is, this is God's money and that I have been asked to manage it on his behalf. And so when I look at money that way, it's not mine anyway. And so I don't have to obsess about my money or building wealth for me or my family. This isn't about me and mine. This is about a bigger picture. And so having that perspective that it's not really mine to begin with. Now, if you're not a Christian, that's okay. That's okay. Everything I'm about to say is not negated because it's coming out of the mouth of a Christian. I just, want to, I just want to name that. If you're not a Christian and you don't believe that, that's okay. Um, but I just want to name that. That's where I'm coming from. That's my worldview as a Christian. I don't believe this is my money to begin with. You know, I've also been on both sides of this money thing. I've lived a life where I've had nothing. I've lived a life where I had a lot. And there's something so much more beautiful in life when we're not pursuing money. There's something just different about a life that doesn't revolve around the chase 
chapter more. And I've seen both sides. And having seen both sides, I can weigh them and I can compare them. And I know which way I want to go. Now, some of you are saying, hey, sign me up, Travis. I'd like to take a shot at that. Give me the chance to see both sides. Good point. I'm just telling you, I've I've seen both sides. And I'm personally choosing this other side. And so I really believe a few really key things happen when we stop caring about money. And that's what we're going to get into. There's four things that I believe happen when we stop caring about money. Number one. We stop looking out for ourselves, and instead we focus on lifting others up. Like if you're working in a company and you have a win, you have a success, uh, maybe it's an investment that went well, or you had a report that, that management really liked, or you name it, in your world, you name it. What's something that went well? Giving credit to a coworker or giving credit to somebody below you lifted them up. And, and I've been in the corporate world. I, I spent 15 years there, and I saw what it looked like when people try to take credit, pass off the blame. That gets a little toxic at times. Those people can be toxic at times. But the person who can give credit to somebody else, some, someone else either, either above you or lateral to you or even below you in the hierarchy of the company, lifting them up. When you stop caring about money, you're not chasing that raise. You're not chasing the promotion. You just give credit where credit is due and you love on others. You lift others up. When we stop looking up for ourselves, instead we focus on lifting others up. You know, for me, it allows me to say yes to people who want to have coffee or lunch or pick my brain. And there's a lot of business advice out there that'll say, you know, your, your time is valuable and you need to say no to everything and, and don't let those distractions get in your way of your, your pursuit of building this thing. And for me, if somebody wants to have a coffee with me, they want to have lunch with me, they want to sit down with me, I say yes every single time. It's an honor and a privilege when somebody cares enough to ask me to spend time with them. And so I'm always having coffees with with my young high school friends, college friends, young adult friends, peers, people, even people that have lived more life than me. And so when people ask me to sit down with them, I'm going to say yes, because I'm trusting that something great can happen from those conversations. And so it's not about me chasing more. It's about me wanting to lift others up. And if somebody can benefit from some time with me, and sometimes that's humbling to think about, but... I take that responsibility seriously. And so I'm going to say yes. Almost every single time I'm going to say yes. And my assistant Paige, she knows this. She knows that if somebody wants to sit down with me, that she has the green light, put it on my calendar. It's important. It's important that we have these meetings with folks because it's not about me. It's about lifting others up. And when we stop looking out for ourselves and instead focus on lifting others up, we can more easily serve and volunteer for organizations that matter to us. And I think I've mentioned it a few times, but I've been a youth group leader for eight years. I love being a youth group leader. I love spending time with my high school kids. I love spending time in youth group. I love spending time going and watching their show choir and their basketball and their football and their cross country. I love all of this. Because it's not about me. It's about lifting others up. 
And I've, I've had the privilege of serving on several boards and volunteering for different organizations. There's a lot of things that are near and dear to me and to my wife, Sarah. And we lean into those hard because it's not about us. And so we're not looking out for ourselves. We're trying to lift others up. And so when we do that, we can more easily serve and volunteer for organizations and initiatives that matter to us. The second thing that happens when we stop caring about money, it allows you to say yes to different things. You know, a recent example is um, for the last two plus years, I've been the financial ministry leader at my local church. Church I've been with for 10 years. I've been serving them in a, in a formal capacity for the last two years and just stepped down. And that's an opportunity that I never thought would even be there never mind having the opportunity to say yes to it. And so having the privilege to serve my church in that way for two years was an amazing opportunity. Now, if I was chasing money and I cared about money, I couldn't have said yes to that because that's, that wasn't a high-paying job. You can imagine working for – that's not a knock against the church. That's just a reality in ministry sometimes that, that it's not high-paying compared to other professions. And so I spent two years working part-time for my church – and that's an opportunity I could say yes to because I don't care about money. I don't care about the pursuit of more. And so I'm so grateful for the opportunity to do that. And I trust that good things have come from that. I've helped a couple friends start businesses in the last year uh, during COVID. And one of them recently was my friend Ryan. And I helped him start a business using his unique giftedness. And these things take time away from me and my business, but I love being able to say yes to different things because it's not about money. It's about something bigger. Uh, my family and I, we're going to spend two to three months in Asia. Now, it's been canceled five times and it was supposed to happen, you know, a year and a half ago, but COVID, um, as COVID does, ruins plans. And so we're going to spend a couple months in Asia and just hanging out and traveling, adventure, culture, and I'll work there too, but that's about something bigger. That's not going to help me get more. That's not going to help me find more money. But when we stop caring about money, we can say yes to different things because it's not about more. Here later this week, I will be emceeing a leadership conference. It's an all-day conference. My friend and I, we're going to emcee it, and it's going to be a great day. And hopefully people grow and learn and something amazing will come out of it. Now, that's something that it's taking a lot of time to prepare for. I've spent two full days preparing at this point, And I'll spend another full day hosting it for nothing in return. But I get to say yes to different things because I don't care about money. And so I love this being able to say yes to things, new experiences, you know, testing, testing your new skill sets, putting yourself in uncomfortable situations. I love this. And so I'm grateful that I, I get to do that and I've given myself permission to do that because I'm not pursuing more money. The third thing that can happen when we stop caring about money is that we can build trust with people because we're doing the right things for the right reasons. Now, in my coaching, it's not cheap. My coaching isn't cheap. And so when people decide to hire me, that's not a cheap endeavor. However, I don't sell anyone. In fact, it's the opposite. 
whenever I'm talking with a prospective client, I always say to them, don't feel the pressure to do this. And I always say, in fact, please do not do this unless you are both 100% on board and you truly believe this will be one of the most valuable investments you ever make in your life. That's how extreme I am. I don't want somebody to hire me unless they are that sure this is going to be valuable. I'm not trying to sell anybody because I don't care. Now, I care about the people, but I don't care about getting the business. I care about serving those people who really value what we're about to do. And I think when we do that, trust is built. And I love the fact in my coaching, I'm not an advisor, and I'm not against advisors holistically. Please don't hear me say this. But as a coach, one of the ways I structure my coaching is that I, ha- I can't benefit from what I do um, outside of the coaching fees they pay me. I can't sell them anything. And I have a lot of friends. They'll say to me, Travis, you'd make way more money if you'd stop this stupid coaching thing and become a financial advisor. And my response is very simple. I always say, if I wanted to make a lot of money, I would have just kept doing what I was doing. But that's not what I want to do. I want to serve people in this way. It's not about money for me. I know I can make a lot more money doing other things, but I don't care. I don't care about money. And so when we do these things, and we do the right thing for the right reasons, and we're not pursuing more, it builds trust. And people know that I have the be- their best interests in mind. And when you do this over and over and over again, it tends to just foster a culture of trust. And I always say, if we don't have trust, we don't have anything. And so I deeply care about having trust with people. All right, the fourth thing that happens when we stop caring about money, and this is my favorite, and you'll see why in a second, it allows us to unleash generosity into this world. When you don't care about having more money, it completely frees you to give and to give and to give and maybe give more. And so you never have to ask, well, what about me? What, what, what can I have with mine? This money is my money. What do I want to spend it on that adds value to me or to build wealth for my family? I don't ask that because it's not about me. I believe it's about spending less on my wants and more on someone else's needs. When I spend less on my wants and more on someone else's needs, it's always better. It's always better. And going back to this Christian angle, I don't believe it's mine to begin with. I don't believe it's my money anyway. I believe it's God's. I'm, I'm managing it for him during this very short period that I get to be here on earth. And I kind of compare it sometimes when I'm talking to the high school kids. I compare it to when your parents give you 20 bucks on a Friday night. Now, that 20 bucks they give you, it often gets treated differently than the 20 bucks that you got paid from that job that you might have been grinding through and don't like. When your parents give you 20 bucks on a Friday night, about three hours later, it's gone, and you may not remember where it went. Why? Because it wasn't yours in the first place. And I think of, of the money that I have the privilege of managing in my life the same way. I don't believe it's mine to begin with. And so if that's the case, why should I, why should I be so obsessed with trying to keep it for myself? It's not about me. It's about something bigger. And so I love knowing that I can give, and I can give, and I can give, and I can give. 
And it changes everything when we flip that switch, when we, when we change our perspective on whose money is it anyway. Now, again, if you're not a Christian, that's okay. But I'm telling you, even if you're not a Christian, generosity is still just as much fun. Giving to people that have nothing to give you in return always wins. That's a universal truth. And so do it. Like, just go for it. And it allows you to give in ways that you never knew possible. What started as you buying a coffee for somebody in line at Starbucks could morph into you spending 100 bucks to pay for somebody's energy bill, which can then morph into you buying a vehicle for somebody. There's so many different things you can do with generosity. So many organizations, your church, different nonprofits, people in need, people all around us that are hurting. And when we stop caring about money, it's all on the table. It is all on the table for generosity. And for me, there is nothing better. And that's, if you have one takeaway today from this episode, my one takeaway would be to be generous. Try it. Practice it. You're always going to have more money. Practice the generosity. And I promise you, it will be the most fulfilling, enjoyable thing that you do with money today. So those are the four things. But here's the crazy part about not caring about money. When we live out these four principles, we lift others up. We say yes to different things. We do the right things for the right reasons to build trust. And we unleash our generosity. People want to work with you. They want to be around you. And so the people who don't care about money are often the ones who end up with it. It seems backwards. The people who are chasing money, they may win. They probably won't. Or they may win for a while and then it stops. Because people don't want to work with people like that. People want to work with people who care about more than money. And this is the awesome part about it. It's contagious. When you live out these principles, because it's not words, it's actions. When you live out these principles, it's obvious. People see it. You can't help but see it. And when you do that, it makes others want to do the same thing. And so somebody might watch you. You start doing these things. People might watch you and say, you know what? I want to I be like that. I want to be more like that person. And so you're modeling what it looks like to live a different life. And then maybe somebody else will do it. And then somebody's going to see them. And then the cycle continues. So in a very meaningful and specific way, you have a chance to change the world in the way that you perceive money, in the way that you act around money. And I, and I hope you do. I hope this podcast, I hope this makes an impact on you. I hope if you, if you know me, I hope maybe, maybe you take something from that. But I can't change the world I can change a couple's people's world. I can make an impact on some people. But from there, that's on you. And it's on the next person and the next person and the next person. So we need to rally around this and start a revolution. We can start a revolution in the way that we perceive money and we handle money. And I'm excited for it. I'm already seeing it, especially young adults. This is why I love working with young adults so much. Young adults get it. And the cool part about young adults is soon they're not going to be that young. And soon they're going to be the leaders of this country, of our corporations, of our churches, of our nonprofits. 
The young adults today are soon to take over the leadership in this country, and I am grateful for that. And so, come on, friends, let's start a revolution. If you'd like to get a hold of us outside of the podcast, we would love to hear from you. You can find us on Instagram, Meaning Over Money. You can find me, Travis Shelton, on Instagram. You can find our YouTube channel. And of course, you can find Meaning Over Money, our course for young adults, where we teach young adults how to live for the meaning and not for the money. And that's at meaningover.money. And as a podcast listener, if you decide you want to buy a course, don't pay full price. Please don't do that. We have a promo code you can get 25% off by using the promo code PODCAST25, PODCAST25. And that might be a good next step for you. But if it's not, and you just want to continue to listen to the podcast, we're so grateful that you're here. And we hope it continues to add value to your journey. Take care, guys. 